Welcome to Word Encounter with Dr. Abiodun Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's my prayer that as you listen to this week's message, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Let's join Dr. Charles Abiodun for today's message. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We give you glory, give you honor for the privilege you've given us once again this week to come into your presence to receive your word. Thank you, Father, for it's another time for our weekly podcast. And as we come into your presence this week, O oh Lord God, we know you're going to feed us once again with the manna from heaven. You're going to impart unto us, O oh Lord God, that which only you can impart unto us. That, Lord, you will feed us with your word. You will fill our hearts by your spirit. And, Lord God, because you are God of eternity, the Lord God whose word is eternal, that word will continue to do what no other thing can do in our lives, keeping us alive. And making us to live in victory in the name of Jesus. Pray for every one of my listeners today, O Lord God, that let the word reach them at the very point of their needs, O Lord God. Let it supply that which they need. Let it do the work of healing. Let it do the work of salvation. Let it do the work of restoration, of recovery. Let it do the work of encouragement in every life today. And let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Hello, everybody. I'm glad you're with us this week once again. The Lord bless you. I'm Dr. Abiodun, welcoming everyone to this week's podcast. I know the Lord has something good for every one of us this week, and we shall all be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Our topic this week is maintaining your loyalty to Jesus. Maintaining your loyalty to Jesus. And our text taken from Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 1 to verse 3. Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 1 to verse 3. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. Hallelujah. Loyalty. What does loyalty mean? Loyalty is faithfulness, allegiance, trustworthiness, reliability, or dependability. In Proverbs chapter 19, verse 22, the Bible says, that's using the New Living Translation, it says, loyalty makes a person attractive, and it is better to be poor than dishonest. Then Napoleon Hill said, lack of loyalty is one of the major causes of failure in every walk of life. And another man, Alfred Aman Matapet, said, loyalty is rare. It can only be proved on that test. So that Jesus is Lord is incontestable. And that he is the savior of the world is indisputable. And that is why we often say that Jesus is Lord, no controversy. The real question, however, is, is Jesus Lord in your life? Does his lordship reflect in the manner and the way that you live? These are pertinent questions that only you can answer and that you need to answer with all sincerity. The Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 2, 
reading from verse 9 to verse 11, that God has highly exalted Jesus above every other being and given him a name that is above every other name. Philippians chapter 2, 9 to 11 says, Therefore God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So God expects Jesus to become the center of your life and the reason for which you live. The only worthwhile thing in life is that accomplished in Christ. Anything outside of him is nothing but a mirage. And that is why it is often said that a Christless life is a crisis-filled life. And a crisis-free life is a Christ-full life. A Christ-full life is a fulfilled life. Let's look at some <clears throat> few things from our text, Hebrews chapter 12, 1 to 3. We want to look at the why, the how, and the what. What I call the why, the how, and the what of maintaining loyalty to Jesus. Why do we need to maintain loyalty to Jesus? How do we maintain loyalty to Jesus? And what are the things that will help us in maintaining loyalty to Jesus? So first, let's look at why maintaining loyalty to Jesus. Why do you need to maintain loyalty to Jesus? So number one, you are a member of his army with so many other soldiers. So you are a soldier in the army of the Lord. And so you must be loyal. Every soldier is expected to be loyal to his commanding officer, to his nation, to the army, to the, I mean, to the force. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 4 says, No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Jesus has enlisted you as a soldier. Number two, you have the testimonies of others, that other believers, <clears throat> to fall back on, to act as, I mean, as something to give you courage to remain steadfast in your work with the Lord, to remain loyal to him. So many believers, Matthias, who have gone before you, and God is rewarding them. You see an area of them in Hebrews chapter 11. If you read from verse 4 to verse 40, that's the chapter, the whole of, we call it the chapter of faith, where we have all manner of people, what they went through because they have faith in God. And some of them did not even receive the promise, like the Bible said there, but they believe they will receive it, and definitely God will give it to them. So you have an array of testimonies to back you up. Then number three, you are in a race which Jesus has initiated. Hallelujah. Jesus initiated it. So you can be sure that it's a worthwhile race. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 to 27 says, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives a prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown. But we... For an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. So beloved, you are in a race that Jesus has initiated. And you have to be disciplined. You have to be loyal. You have to make sure you win that race. Hallelujah. I'm sure you will win in Jesus' name. Number four, your faith is authored and finished by Jesus. Your faith is started or initiated and is concluded by Jesus. Jesus is the A 
and Z of your faith. It is the alpha and the omega of your faith. It is the beginning and the end of your faith. So you can put your confidence in him because he is the author and the finisher of your faith. That's what Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 says. They're looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Is the author and the finisher of our faith. So trust him and you will not fail in the loyalty test. Number five, you have a crown to wear after enduring the pains and the trials. Hallelujah. You are not doing it for nothing. God will reward you. That's what Hebrews chapter 6, if you read from verse 11 to 15 there, it says, we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. And so, after he, that's Abraham, had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Beloved, when you patiently endure, the Bible says you will obtain the promise. So don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Endure. Then number six your commander is already victorious and triumphant. So you are bound for victory. Hallelujah. Because Jesus, your commander, is already victorious over every power of the enemy. You are victorious. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Say, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us, diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. So we are always triumphant in Christ Jesus. Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 to 15. Say, and you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Having wiped out all the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Jesus has disarmed principalities and powers for your sake, and so you are victorious in the name of Jesus. So you have nothing to lose. He said in the world you have tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. He said, I have dispossessed the world of the power to harm you. That's the way the Amplified Bible puts it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> then let's look at how <clears throat> do you maintain your loyalty to Jesus? How? And I say, number one, you must put away every burden, every weight, every encumbrance that could weigh you down. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, our text said, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Say the sin which so easily ensnares us. The KJV says the sin which besets us, besetting sins. Oh, we need to put aside all the things that may hinder us from being victorious, from being loyal to the Lord. Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15. He said, Our brothers, catch us, the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Yeah, they're tender grapes. So don't let any little fox spoil. What are the little foxes? The little foxes, the little, little things, besetting sins, lying. You know, little, little things that you consider as not as not big sin. There's no sin that is big. There's no sin that is small. Sin is sin. 
So don't let them spoil your vines. Don't let them destroy your testimony. Don't let them, you know, make you disloyal to the Lord. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> yes, number two, you must overcome the sinful tendencies in your life. Those are the besetting sins we're talking about again. Number one says you must put away everybody, every weight, every encumbrance. And number two says you must overcome the sinful tendencies in your life. Put them away. Don't let them disturb you. Number three, you must be persistent in patience as you remain focused on Christ, shunning all distractions. Be focused. Don't be distracted. James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. So, my brethren, can't you talk joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience? But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Be patient. Be perseverant. Oh, be persevering. Be persevering. Be patient. And the Lord will give you victory. Hebrews 12 to our test, say, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He said, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame because of the joy that was set before our lord jesus christ he endured the cross the cross was not a palatable thing he endured it despising the shame and the ridicule that came with it because of the joy that was ahead you too consider the joy ahead consider the glory ahead consider the crown ahead and don't let your heart be discouraged endure whatever you have to go through and win the race and you will win well in the name of jesus number four Number four, you must consistently look to Christ for all your expectations. He must remain your, what I call, numero uno, your number one. He must be your number one. That's Psalm 141, verse 8, there says, But my eyes are upon you, O God, the Lord. Oh, in you I take refuge. Do not leave my soul destitute. So, beloved, keep trusting the Lord. Keep believing the Lord. Oh, don't shift your focus away from Him. Remain loyal to Him. And it will help you in the name of Jesus. Now let's look at what are the success tips in being loyal to Jesus. Remember, we have looked at why we need to be loyal. How do we do it? Now we want to look at what are the things needful for us to be loyal to Jesus. Number one, you must be ready to endure. We've been saying that. You must be ready to endure. 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 Because 2 Timothy 2, 3 to 5 that we read earlier on tells us that we must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So we must entangle ourselves with the affairs of this world so that we can please him who has enlisted us in the army, in his army as a soldier. Then if you look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12, it says, If we endure, we shall also ring with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. The Lord will not deny us. Because it will help us to endure, it will help us to stand for him in the name of Jesus. Then number two, number two, number two, what are the success tips in trust in, in being loyal to Jesus? Number two, you must be ready to face persecution. It is a lie of the devil for you to think. I mean, don't let me say lie of the devil. It's, it, it, it will be a, a, a <clears throat> you will not be sincere, you will not be facing reality for you to think as a believer you will not face persecution. You will. It may come in various shades, in various manners. Maybe severe, might be mild, might be moderate. Severe, I mean, persecution will surely come. Because 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12 tells us, Say yes, and all who desire to live godly in life, beg your pardon, say yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, will suffer 
persecution, it will come. And why? Because the devil doesn't want you to make it. doesn't want you to make heaven. He wants you to backslide. He wants you to go back. He wants to destroy your testimony. So he will come with all sorts of challenges, all sorts of trials, all sorts of persecution. But you must maintain your ground because you just say he has overcome for you. Hallelujah. 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 Number three, you must not be weary. Don't get tired. Galatians chapter 6 Verses 9 and 10 say, And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. So you must not grow weary. You must not grow weary. Mark chapter 13, verses 12 and 13 say, Now, brother, we betray brother to death, and a father is child, and children will rise up against parents. And cause them to be put to death. That's talking about persecution. Then verse 13, it says, And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. He who endures to the end shall be saved. That's why you cannot give up. That's why you must not be weary. Hallelujah. Number four, you must not be faint-hearted. Yes? Don't be a coward. Be bold. The Bible says the righteous is as bold as a lion. Be bold. John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. And as you believe in God, believe also in me. Why? Say, my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Hallelujah. So don't let your heart be troubled. Don't grow faint-hearted. Don't go faint. Don't be discouraged in any way. Stick on and the Lord will see you through. Remain loyal to him and you will have your reward. Hallelujah. Beloved Jesus not only demands your loyalty, he deserves it. He paid for it with his blood and is therefore not asking for too much by demanding from you an absolute loyalty and commitment to him. Ruth in an unalloyed loyalty to her mother-in-law, Naomi. That's in Ruth chapter 1, if you read verses 16 and 17, demonstrated how our loyalty ought to be to our Lord Jesus Christ. Ruth chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. Let me just read it. But Ruth said, was talking, she was talking to her mother-in-law Naomi here. That's after Opa, the other lady had gone back. Say, entreat me to leave you. Sorry, entreat me not. Beg your pardon. But Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you. Or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. And your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also. If anything but death parts you and me. That was a strong commitment. She made to her mother-in-law. And that's the kind of commitment we need to make to our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to be committed to him. We need to be loyal to him. We cannot relate less than this to Jesus Christ, our commander-in-chief, the author, and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Perhaps you are out there. You have not yet given your life to Jesus. You don't have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't have him as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to give you that invitation right now so you can become enlisted in his army. He becomes your commander-in-chief. And you, by God's grace, will become loyal to him. You want to take that decision right now? Just say these words after me. Just 
say it from a truly repentant, repentant heart, from a genuine and sincere heart of repentance. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today to confess and repent of my sin. Forgive me, cleanse me, and make me your own. Fill me with your spirit and help me to begin to live for you. I severe my allegiance to the devil and I choose to live for you from today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless your name for my brethren who have given their lives over to you. Lord Jesus, you say you will not reject them. I believe, Lord, as they come unto you this day, you will not reject them. You will accept them, O Lord. You will fill them with your spirit and you will strengthen them, O Lord God, to live for you. That having put their hands to the plow, they will never look back. They will keep following you. They will be loyal to you, devoted to you, committed to you. They will be faithful to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And they will finish well. And in the name of Jesus, the crown that you have, O Lord, the crown of life that you have, for those, O Lord God, who overcome, you will present to them on that beautiful day, and it shall be well with them. The grace to live for you, O Lord, I receive for them, and I say continually, O Lord, they will keep walking right with you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, I want to congratulate you for taking the decision to come to Jesus today. I want you to know that it's a great decision you have taken. And the Bible says that you have become a new creature. You are no longer the old person you used to be because the Spirit of God has made you to be new. Hallelujah. And I pray that the Lord will continue to sustain you and keep you and you will continue to walk right with Him and He will continue to favor you and to do you good in the name of Jesus. I want to encourage you, please join the Bible-believing church around you. Begin to fellowship with them. Begin to, begin to study the Word of God with them. And as you do that, the Spirit of God will keep developing you, will keep making you to grow in the Spirit and the things of God. And the Lord will help you to remain loyal to Him. And as you're loyal to Him, the Lord God will favor you, will do you good. He will keep giving you victory over every trial, every situation, every persecution the enemy may bring your way in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, perhaps you need any help from me at any time. Please feel free to contact me on the phone number that will be dictated at the end of the podcast or through the email address that will also be dictated at the end of the podcast. And I can assure you that I will reach out to you by God's grace and we will be able to resolve issues together by the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Before the podcast is brought to a close, as usual, I want to say some three prayer points here and then we close the podcast for the week. And our first prayer point says, My Father and my God, help me that I will not disappoint you as your soldier. Keep me faithful and obedient to you as my commander. My Father and my God, help me that I will not disappoint you as your soldier. Keep me faithful and obedient to you as my commander. Prayer. My Father and my God, help me that I will not disappoint you as your soldier. In the name of Jesus, keep me faithful and obedient to you as my commander-in-chief, Lord. In the name of Jesus, keep me faithful. Keep me faithful, Lord, and obedient to you, Lord. To your commands, O Lord, help me that I will not disappoint you as your soldier. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. We're going to pray, save my Father and my God. Help me not to lose my focus and faith in you. Keep me strong and unwavering in the face of trials and challenges. As a second prayer point, say, My Father and my God, help me 
not to lose my focus and faith in you. Keep me strong and unwavering in the face of trials and challenges. Prayer. My Father and my God, help me not to lose my focus, not to lose my faith in you, Lord, not to lose my confidence in you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Keep me strong and unwavering in the face of trials, in the face of challenges, in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to be strong, to be unwavering in my Facing of challenges and persecutions and challenge and trials in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me not to lose my focus, not to lose my faith in you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Finally, we're going to pray to my Father and my God. Deliver me from every sin the enemy may want to use to ensnare me. Keep me walking in holiness with you. Let the devil have nothing on me. My Father and my God. Deliver me from every sin the enemy may want to use to ensnare me. Keep me walking in holiness with you. Let the devil have nothing on me. Prayer. My Father and my God, deliver me from every sin the enemy may want to use to ensnare me. Keep me walking in holiness with you, Lord. Let the devil have nothing on me in the name of Jesus. Keep me walking in holiness with you. Father, that the devil will have nothing, 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 nothing on me in the name of Jesus. Deliver me, O Lord, from every sin that the enemy may want to use to ensnare me, O Lord God. Oh, the little foxes are spoiled divine. Deliver me from them, O Lord God. Keep me walking in holiness with you. Let the devil have nothing on me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you. We bless your name once again. We give you all the glory. We honor you and adore you, Lord. Thank you for my listeners this week, O oh Lord. I bless every <clears throat> heart, every ears that have heard the word today, that have received the word in the name of Jesus. And I say, O oh Lord God, that you will make those hearts to be receptive, O oh Lord, to be to come out, O oh Lord God, with those words being fruitful in them. In the name of Jesus. That Lord, every ear that has heard the word this day, O oh Lord God. O oh Father, we receive it with joy. And Father, there shall be testimonies, O oh Lord God, of the fruitfulness, O oh Lord, of the word in the hearts of the people, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Beloved, I pray for every one of you that the Lord will keep you, the Lord will uphold you. Oh, that the Lord will give you the grace to remain loyal unto him, to remain committed unto him, unwavering in your love unto him. In the name of Jesus, he will keep you, he will uphold you. The devil will have nothing on you. In the name of Jesus, those little foxes that spoil the vine, the Lord take them out of your life, out of your way. In the name of Jesus, you will live in holiness, in righteousness before the Lord all your days, and it shall be well with you. In the name of Jesus, in every any area of your life, that you need the attention of the Lord, that you need the touch of the Lord. The Lord will touch you this week and you will have testimonies of his goodness, of his faithfulness, of his mercy, of his love. In the name of Jesus, it shall be well with you. When we are meeting again next week, it shall be for joy, it shall be for celebration, it shall be for testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, I want to appreciate you. God bless you. Until next week, when we come with another episode, I am wishing you a beautiful, favorable, and a blessed week in the name of Jesus. Remain blessed and keep loving Jesus. Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, you can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on... 
plus two three four eight zero nine six two three seven three zero zero plus two three four eight zero nine six two three seven three zero zero or you can send an email to what explorers ministry at gmail.com till we come your way again next week remain blessed and rapturable